entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's please pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is, uh, it's another Monday. It's September 26. Can you mm-hmm. even believe it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's Monday night. It's 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, wherever it is that you're listening to this. This is what time it is here. Down here, it's our time. And, uh, we're gonna be talking to you guys about movies and stuff. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we're here every week. I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I am Slick Doggy the Grip. And if you are tuning into us on the live stream, you can uh, join in the chat, like our friends Furious Apology and Vince already on Twitch, jumping in there in the comments section on our Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or Twitch. You can communicate with everybody that's watching the show. You can throw out questions. You can just, you know, uh, subscribe. I think we still have a few more days of September Mm -hmm. over on Twitch. So you can go uh, gift us. That's a cool move. Yeah, you can get a sub. You can subscribe to our channel. You can help us grow the show. You can like. You can share, you can download, you can do whatever you want to do, uh, and just be a part of the Drive-In Speaker Box family. You can also join our Discord, uh, which has been very active this week, so um, growing a little community of, of film lovers over there on our Discord, and you can, uh, it's usually pinned on our, our profile pages, or, or someone will throw the link in the chat, so you can get in it. You can get in there. Yeah, yeah, get in there. Uh he was singing that earlier when he walked in, and uh, <laughs> that's not that exactly the the exact the uh, accurate recount of events, but that's pretty close. Um, anyway, all right. Well, we've got a show for you tonight. Shoutouts to Tyler over on YouTube. Then put the link to the Discord in the comments. So follow that. Join us. Uh, be there. Yeah, we it's not just movies too. Sometimes we just talk about fun stuff as cool friends in life uh but movies i went and saw uh don't worry darling i managed to squeeze that in i am getting ready for nightmare on block street right now um over um at pinpoint transforming that uh place into a horror themed um you know if you like horror movies you like things spooky you will love nightmare on block street it's taking place here in fayetteville arkansas all month long in october a lot of fun stuff you can find a bunch of information there at nightmareonblockstreet.com um someone maybe i'll put that link up in the chat here in a minute you can check it out lots of fun events to check out um but that has been occupying a lot of my time you know normally uh next week i need i mean i need to come in here and start putting up the halloween decorations here in the set and and transforming the space yeah but i did catch don't worry darling gonna be reviewing that later in the show what about you yeah talk about spooks uh i watched lou uh, and I say that because there's some CIA stuff and things in that movie. Uh, I really wanted to watch Moon Age Daydream uh, because it did um, uh, get picked up by one of our local theaters, one of our several. Uh, how many do we have here? Four, five, six, something I like think that? so, yeah. Yeah, uh, one of them got it, but they had very inconvenient show times. Um, it really was. It not the easiest movie to go watch, so... Um, I missed out on that one, uh, so I watched Lou, and 
I watched the first episode of Netflix Dahmer. A lot of people are talking about that 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 show. It's like, oh, you know, true crime is is like really in right now. It's becoming very memeable. Uh, you know, people talking about people loving to watch true crime. But the, there's been some interesting stuff that I've been seeing about Dahmer, where people that um, that I guess survived traumatic experiences similar to Dahmer or were that's I, not I, good. and they're just like this show's really triggering I'm like then don't no watch it. shit like, you know what's gonna happen yeah. it's, it's in it's it's printed and well known what is gonna happen in that show I also finished uh, the last couple of episodes of that uh, cyberpunk 2077 oh, you finished Edge Runners yeah I watched I finished that up so well awesome uh, let's see yeah it's um yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, news, though, uh, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, news to... That wasn't too awful much? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I, You know, just uh, people talking about Avatar getting its re-release. You know, mm-hmm. it made a lot of money worldwide. Made over $30.5 uh, dollars worldwide, um, which is pretty bananas for a movie that I think we all stopped caring about a long time ago. Um you know, we've uh, what else was was kind of interesting that I thought about uh, talking about. Uh, did you did you have any? Interesting yeah, uh, I did see one small tidbit of something that we had talked about last week. Uh, the confess Fletch, uh, I guess John Hamm it came out had donated the majority of his salary, something like sixty percent of it or forty percent paintings. It was a sixty forty something like that. He donated a portion of his salary to keep that movie afloat and going. So that was pretty cool to hear. Uh, something we talked about in our Discord, um, but haven't talked about on the show is. Uh, the uh, child abuse scandal thing that Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears uh, were accused in has been dropped. Uh, the accusers have uh, dropped that case. However, now Tiffany Haddish says she has not had any of her job opportunities made uh, available. Things have been taken from her and she has no jobs uh, lined up due to that. Um, you know, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, that's something that sucks, um, and it's hard to uh, figure out in in the modern world and things uh, that it is right now, because that's one of those things where they were accused for a reason. If you watch the sketch, it's it's not okay, and I don't see how anyone would have been like, yeah, put me in this. This is where I want to be. It was like a funny or die thing. Uh, it was removed after being up for like four months or something like it's that. It's probably on Daily Motion still. Yeah, that's, I can't remember. It was west of the internet. It was videos. on for like two years or something. It was, but they took it down because uh, they were like, maybe this ain't okay. Uh, so she should have thought twice about it. But at the same time, it does suck for anyone that was just trying to do. Um, anything it was a production it's not like they were in like closed rooms and no one knew about it or something so it's a weird situation but uh depending on how you feel about tiffany hatch there's that um that quantum leap reboot comes out tonight get ready buckle up other things that come out uh, this uh, week is the monsters that's tomorrow Um, yeah that comes out tomorrow night uh gonna check that out i think um i'm not excited about it i'm gonna squeeze it in sometime before next week's episode and i mean that'll be a fun episode i mean it's it'll be welcome to october and we'll talk about the the monsters and i'm probably not gonna you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I don't want to give money to it. You don't have to. It's not. Like, it's like on Netflix. I thought. No. It's, it, I thought it was coming out for free. It was supposed to be like a Netflix or a Hulu release or something like that. I've got a screener of it. But they, the uh, the they sent me. Yeah. 
you need to the, borrow uh, it. The advertisements don't say anything about streaming that I saw. It said available on Blu-ray and DVD and, and digital. Well, purchase. then I'll let you borrow my screener. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, seems awful. I watched the exclusive clip that they released yesterday of uh, Herman just screeching in like a pretty yeah, high-pitched Dina, voice. Dina confirmed. It's on Netflix. It is on Netflix? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see tomorrow. Um, and Oh, The Last of Us got a trailer released. Like a actual oh, really? trailer, yeah, a teaser, teaser trailer, not a real trailer. Okay. Well, speaking trailer. of trailers, the Hellraiser got a, a trailer too, uh, so we finally get to see the female Hellraiser. Was that in the last week? Is that when I watched mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Was like, yeah, which is pretty cool. I'm excited about it. But anyway, continue. Uh, last oh, of I was Us, just how gonna was say, it? yeah, Last of Us got its teaser trailer. I mean, I don't know. It's a teaser trailer, so it's not a full trailer. It's more than what they had in the HBO coming up soon honestly i think thing, teaser trailers are all we really need these days just like just like i mean it's like give, two minutes give long us a, give us a little so i don't just I, yeah get, i don't know how don't it's not it. like a full like barbarian trailer barbarian was a great trailer just give us just enough to be huh interesting um although i don't think that tactic worked for the the new film that i'm going to be talking about later uh the don't worry darling this movie i don't want to go into the full review of it yet but um I think I'm more fascinated with the the meta story that's going on surrounding this movie rather than the movie itself. But we'll, we'll we will go cover that later. Uh, another piece of news. Speaking of horror news, I thought was kind of interesting. HBO has confirmed that they are in development of a uh, Scanners mm-hmm. adaptation, and um, it's going to have Soulmates creator William Bridges is going to be executive producing and show running this. Uh, that's going to have Lovecraft Country's Jan Damage directing that and executive producing it. Uh, Cronenberg is only going to be coming on as a uh, an executive producer yeah. role, which just means he's slapping his name on it and collecting a paycheck, probably. Uh, <laughs> just walks on set every now and then. Make it more gross. Yeah, put a bone out of it. Have yeah. a bone in it. Make a put more more flesh. Yeah, can that it. guy have a saggy, fleshy face and do this? He needs, he needs a goiter right about here. Mm-hmm. Can we just uh, can we have a goiter and let's put a mouth on that goiter? There we go, perfect. Uh, and then make it pop because it's Scanners. Uh, but if you've never seen Scanners, check out Scanners. It's a good movie. Uh, it's it's you know one of the best head exploding scenes ever. I mean it's it's a very famous scene. Mm-hmm. It is. Everybody, you've probably seen it in a GIF. You, I guarantee you've seen it in a GIF. Uh, it, it, amazing, amazing head exploding scene. Um, not sure that the HBO adaptation is gonna to do it justice. I mean, as most things don't, you know, there is a there is a time and a place for so many of these things. Uh, that I feel, you know, this is something we talk about a lot on the show, and I think this would be a, a good little aside. Uh, about you know the decisions to make remakes and reboots and sequels like you know where that line in the sand is drawn for when we do really need a new one or do we really need to shake it up uh, i know there's a gift for that like when should we shake it up to make it hip for a new audience or just like leave it the fuck alone like you, you know the- well but so cronenberg is a man that remakes all of his own stuff already anyhow so as Mr. Remake, uh, it might end up being okay. Who knows? And who even says it's following the same story? Well, and a lot of the, a lot of that stuff is you know they're 
especially with like 80s like campy horror and it's it's hard to recreate lightning in a bottle you know and and a lot of it, like the karate kid movie thing that they're gonna try and make you know that we we talked about a little oh, bit last where, week where sony was like oh it's definitely part of the original karate kid storyline and all of the people involved in uh uh cobra kai are like ain't us ain't ain't machio or or, or zabka i but, don't know who you're talking about which is kind of funny because it seems very you know um uh, it seems like it should be self-aware, but it's not because they're really repeating the history that made Karate Kid as a franchise suck and destroy itself, that the show came back and acknowledged and repaired and said, okay, well, we're sorry. We fi- we fixed all the problems that we caused by letting ourselves run away with success. And now the studios are like... Hot diggity, success, let's run away with it. And you're like, wow. Yeah, the show's even made it where you're like, wow, was Karate Kid 3 good? I feel like it was good. <laughs> and then you watch it and you're like, no, no. it wasn't. But no. the show makes you be like, oh, I remember. Yeah, I like that stuff. No, you didn't. And it I, was bad. And I feel like that's the, the studios and these executive producers, because they don't give a shit about Karate Kid. They know that a lot of people, they know that they're, they're I, I assume they all still, these producers still have those like, old um you know new york stock exchange tickers like hudsucker proxy style that's just sitting there going and it's like spitting out data of like people that are viewing things i go oh and they all still speak like you know snake oil guy and you're like ah seems to me a lot of people watching this karate kid stuff we gotta get the gangbusters on the karate kid let's move it now and uh they're like gotta make these moving pictures and they they're just reacting to this data stream and they don't care about the content or why it fizzles out so they are they too are falling in love going yeah sure karate kid was a big hit see everybody in the show loves karate kid 3 and uh, yeah they're 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 not understanding what what happened it's bad it's just all bad bad. talking about bad uh vince made a comment here saying that um they created real life drama to surround the movie uh, that you're going to review the Don't Worry Darling. So without getting into any kind of review on it, there has been it's a, a lot crap of, load of drama of uh, coverage uh, in your Facebook reels and Miss, YouTube shorts flow and, and then, yeah, uh, everyone talking about how yeah. all the co-stars hated each other except for Harry Styles like spitting on Chris Pine I and yeah. like yeah, and everyone avoiding Olivia Wilde and and everything um so uh who knows but i did see that today following the release of the movie and everything that uh all of its cast members have uh, been nothing but positive about the release and and promoting it on all of their respective they, social media probably and blair witched us you know yeah. and just you know so i i guess we'll learn more about that in your review we will. here in a little bit uh you know what though talking about movies uh dramatic roles and things in movies uh, something else, uh, kind of sad, uh, reminder of sad things in the news, has been Alan Rickman and his uh, diaries, little excerpts from his diaries being released, because uh, next month there will be a book uh, titled Madly Deeply, The Diaries of Alan Rickman, uh, that will be released with uh, excerpts, handwritten excerpts from his personal diaries that are going sad. to be released. Uh, about the movies he was on, uh, most notably the one that everyone's Galaxy really paying, paying attention the most to is Harry Potter, uh, uh, of course, because that's where most 
professor's anymore. Name. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it covers things I've been reading, you know, about him. Um, Hans Gruber. Saying that he, uh, he only stayed on as Snape because after the second movie, he's like, I'm done with this. This sucks. Uh, and he's like, uh, they're like, dude, come back for the third one. He's like, Azkaban can suck my Azkaban. And they're like, no, 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 dude, please. And he's See, like, I, thought I, I want to know what happens to Snape because this character kind of blows right now. And he talked to J.K. Rowling and she told him the secret of Snape and how his story went. And he's like, I'll stay. And then he had surgery uh, like before or after the fifth movie. Like he started having uh, health problems, had like... like um, prostate surgery and all this stuff and his health tanked and he's like i'll stay on the movies because i gotta see it through because he's like i gotta do snape's story so you get you get stuff like that and um uh, uh i guess he talks about like snape's death and things like that but that's what i'm hoping is he talks like you get to see things about how he felt uh, about being cast as hans gruber and how that changed his life and being um metatron and uh being um I don't know, you know, uh, the uh, more obscure characters or, or things like that um, than Harry Potter. I, I hope there's some focus outside of that role, you know, because in all the things I've read, not one time has um, uh, Dogma been mentioned, you know, and uh, Metatron was a sick role. He was the only good part of that movie. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, I don't know. Hold on. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are pretty good in retrospect. What about Alanis Morissette? She doesn't say anything. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty good. Uh, anyway, going back through the comments, Dina asked if we saw the gorilla marketing for Smile. I haven't seen any of it. I've heard I about it. I stay away um, from everything Smile because no. Because horrible no. stuff. Uh, you know, Tyler over there on YouTube by Greptar's Hammer. Good Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah, remake yeah. That's, what I'm, that's the one I couldn't think of. I uh, want. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, let's see. Jason Lee was awesome, said most seven man. I'm assuming Jason to, Lee's to generally good dogma. In, in, in most things, but. Yeah. Well, didn't we just talk about how Jason Lee would have made a really good Fletch? I think we were talking about yes, that last, last week. week yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, that's that's because uh, Kevin Smith was uh, going to do Fletch One W O N. Uh, that was the original idea behind a continuation or reboot of the uh, Fletch series uh, that never happened. Mm. Uh, Vince says it was supposed to be Emma Thompson in the script, not Alanis. Would have been a better choice. But didn't like Alanis Morissette reprise her role as like God in that show, um, uh, The Great North? Like one of the characters goes out and starts talking to, to, to God, but it's her imaginary friend uh, and it's Alanis Morissette. I think that's I think that's right. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, I, you know, I can't remember everything off the top of my head. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's going on. Did you have any other news bits? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm kind of low on news. I'm yeah, just one, one last bit talking about Metatron, a.k.a. the voice of God, since God does not speak, because if she speaks, she blows the head off of Ben Affleck. Um, Vader. Oh God, this! Yeah. So, were we talking about this on Discord? Yeah, or, we were. Okay, yeah. yeah. So this weekend, it was in the news that uh, James Earl Jones has officially retired his voice. This is CNN as Vader. So not his voice, Luke, uh, and he's not retired I completely. Am a robot. But he's retired from doing any kind of voicings of Darth Vader. However. Like a day or two later, it was then announced that he had signed off his rights to an AI voice generator uh, that does celebrity voices and things like that so that his voice could be preserved and used 
as Vader without him doing anything. So James Earl that Jones... That be a rad check. Yeah, James Earl Jones won't officially be using his own voice or any physical effort to be Vader, but a computer will now be generating his voice it, as Vader. I wonder if it's going to have the, te- uh, the cadence of, like, the TikTok woman. Like, I can't... Uh, one of the reasons I can't do TikTok and I can't watch TikTok is it's always like, Law, I go to the pancake store. Oh, it's OMG great. And you're like, why are people putting the captions on to make this woman butcher the English language robot woman? Like, are they? is it James Earl Jones going to be like, Luke, I am your father. No, there was actually a couple of those. You can there's uh, websites out there where you can type in sentences and have it said in certain voices of uh, characters and actors and things like that. And some of them can sound pretty good and convincing. So I'm hoping that that's how it is. Plus, it's going to be AI, and I'm sure it's going to be tweaked by some sort of professional and make it where it sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and then really, all all of us are going to sit there and like make James Earl Jones go pee pee. Poo poo ding dongs. I you may you may or not have access to it. Uh, Vince said that on the CNN app, there's an option where you can actually make it where it's James Earl Jones' voice every time you open the application. But I mean, do you? I mean, <laughs> hold on. I like Mode Seven Man's recommendation. Uh, Paul Rubens should step in and be the voice of Vader. Uh, and they get they like have a lightsaber fight to tequila. Yeah, they like lightsaber clash, and he's like, yeah, I like how Paul Rubens just is Pee Wee anytime, forever. Yeah. Uh, instead of like his little piss ant character from Cheech and Chong, where he's like, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, you know the. the or, I think uh, I have less of a problem with the fact that you know they're. I mean, James Earl Jones can't live forever, and he's got one of the most iconic voices of all time. I figure, you know, guys that need their their voice preserved for the history of eternity. You got James Earl Jones. You got Morgan Freeman. You, you've got um, who else? Uh, 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 Sam Elliott, and then uh, Werner Herzog. Uh, maybe David <laughs> Attenborough. Like these guys need their voices preserved. But as a whole, the technology kind of skeeves me out you know um hold on i want the burner herself one just uh, let me hold it baby <laughs> you'll be like lol look at this video of pizza the eternity of cheese dripping down into your arteries clogging them like microscopic devils filling you with doom and decay um, i just have his voice say hiss <laughs> like hiss <laughs> Uh, I freaking love Werner Herzog. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, I I just, the the, the technology behind it creeps me out because, you know, even when when deepfakes started to become a thing and now they're becoming really popular, it's going to be very hard in the future of history to believe anything that you see. And that's a scary world. Well, but one thing, so Tyler pointed out here, you know, watch the line delivery in Conan by James Earl Jones and, and say that AI can replace it. You're right. They're, they're. The the acting that's where acting and stuff comes in. Contemplate uh, this. The variation. On the tree of woe. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you're 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 right. James Earl Jones in Conan is too cool, and they did a very my son. They did a very good job with the consideration of like 
we need someone bigger than Arnold. And instead of creating a new character like new movies would uh, and upsetting an entire fan base, they went back through, they looked at the, the author's works, and they're like, well, here's a guy. He lived hundreds of years before, but the audience won't know. Let's just make him a Conan villain. He's going to be big and badass, and he's going to be James Earl Jones. And they're like, do it. Tulsa Done. Doom. Tulsa Doom. Yeah. What is this? The, the, uh, the Riddle of Steel. I'm like, God, so... Ooh, I could just listen to him talk for days. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, AI, like, I don't know. I, I'm not opposed to it. Like, as... Um, who was it said? Furious Apology said over on Twitch said that said uh, saw James Earl Jones a few years ago in a play and his voice was pretty shaky. He is rather old and yeah, he, I he mean, is getting old. But. I feel like he's been like that way for a while because if you watch like the Sandlot or, or anything like that where he has like uh, sustained delivery uh, on camera, it's not always. Mm. You know, uh, I feel like he does better in a, a voice acting booth or something like that where it can be. Um, just take like, after take yeah, and, and sitting yeah. in a chair mm-hmm. drinking water um, that's what I need I need to have a beverage to keep this sexy voice flowing don't shake your head you shake <laughs> your head this way not this way uh, yeah so that's what's going on in the news I mean we're out of news stuff we gotta move on we're, we're, I mean that was it that, we're out of that time really for the was segment. it there wasn't there wasn't too awful awful much really out of time for the segment uh, we got to tell you what's coming out in theaters this week because movies are coming out in theaters this week because they come out in theaters every single weekend. A lot of people, what's, what's funny is people that tune into the show for the first time, and maybe it's your first time. I don't know. But if it is, uh, we'll be here right with you the whole time. But uh, people are like, you mean movies come out every weekend? Yeah, pretty much. People really like that. I, I, I get people that say that all the time. They're like, because I, cause I say, yeah, I got I to gotta schedule a time to go see a movie this weekend. I always go see a new movie in the theater every weekend. And they're like, wait a second. Of course, they don't listen to the show. They're just like, wait a second. You go see movies every weekend? There's new movies? I was like, yes. It's not just Marvel movies. You know, there's movie, new, new movies all the time. Um, Tyler, I know you're lying to me. This ain't your first time. Mm, I can tell. Um, let's see. What is coming out in theaters this week? Probably three um, larger movies that are hitting theaters. Uh, of course, the one uh, we'll start and work our way backward. Uh, there is a romantic comedy called Burrows, directed by Nicholas Stoller. Uh, it is an LGBT uh, film uh, about these two guys kind of falling in love with each other, romantic comedy style. Uh, the trailer, um, I guess the only thing I can say about the trailer is it's extremely gay. <laughs> and uh, like, and that's the joke is if you've seen the trailer, uh, they're kind of making fun of how gay it is, and uh, it's uh, it's just a, a a boy meets bro love story. It's this very you know, add to, to use a very '90s term, metrosexual gay man from the city, uh, kind of uh, having a romantic uh, comedy situation with this other gay gentleman who is very like. Yo, dude, sports, but also I'm gay, and uh, and it's just this. It look it actually kind of does look funny. There's a there's a scene in the uh, in the trailer where they're at the at the at park, and there's these guys throwing the football around, and and they're over there having. It looks like they're like about to get in a fight, and these other dudes like come over and they're like, oh, let's break it up, and then they start smooching. They're like, oh, oh, wait, sorry guys. Um, anyway, I don't know. Looks silly. Um, from the producers of Trainwreck and Bridesmaids, so uh, and the director of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, so it actually 
you know, those are all pretty funny romantic comedies, and I don't like romantic comedies. I did see a, uh, you know, uh, Billy Eichner doing his like uh, man on the street thing, and he's like the for a dollar, for a dollar thing, uh, and he runs up to all these people, but he has Paul Rudd with him. And he goes, Paul Rudd wants you to watch my movie. Will you do it? And they're like, oh, yes. if Paul Rudd wants me to. Of like, course. No one knows who he is, but everyone's like, what, Paul Rudd? Really? Uh, yeah, of course I'll watch it. And he goes, it's a gay movie. And like half of them are like, um, no, I changed my mind. And they're like, sorry, Paul Rudd. Like, And it's really funny. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, and then he gets like a, a, a pack of lesbians to run with him and, and encourage people to watch the movie. And this one dude, he's like, will you watch my movie, bros? And, the, and this dude's like... No, I've seen the trailer. I hate it. And just walks away. But he's like very much a gay dude. And Billy Eichner's like, he's too gay even for bros. And like, <laughs> like the, so his man on the street bit to, uh, to promote his movie is actually pretty good. And him running around with Paul Rudd and everyone just not knowing who he is and not caring, but being like, oh, Paul Rudd wants me to watch a movie. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be there. It's pretty good. Oh, man. Well, that's coming out this weekend. Uh, also coming out this weekend, we just talked about it, and you're already as scared of it, uh, is the movie <laughs> Smile. Uh, yeah, dude, it's creepy, bro. What's I mean, it just looks like a, de- a possession. It, it, it looks I like... I don't like it when non-demonic people smile at me because it's like, who are you and why are you smiling, bro? It looks and, like Fallen. Do you remember Fallen? Which is a really good movie with... Um, it's got John Goodman and... Uh, Denzel Washington and it's like this devil that kind of or the, the devil or a devil a demon that goes from person to person and you know this smile makes makes everything creepy um, but you don't like anything creepy I mean I like Nightmare on Elm Street I like Gremlins Gremlins is a kids movie I like dog. Ghoulies I like uh, 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 um, uh, Critters is pretty dope but uh smiles coming out this weekend uh you can check it out it looks like pretty honestly pretty standard issue um horror movie fodder i mean this looks like a lot of jump scares yeah that's what i really don't like uh and then also coming out this this week in theaters is uh amsterdam which is the new film from director david o russell and david o russell uh if you don't know david o russell you either really 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 like him or you don't like him at all um you know got really big when he directed silver linings playbook but of course you know going back to like the early 90s or late 90s uh he did three kings which is actually pretty good uh and the fighter american hustle you know a lot of a lot of uh, films like this. He's very, very known for his dialogue. He, he, he can, he can make dialogue in a movie seem very, very engaging. And uh, Amsterdam. And it's set in the 1930s. It's about these three uh, friends witness a murder and are framed for it. And uh, it uncovers one of the most outrageous plots in American history, of course, to um, uh, you know, overly elaborate, you know. Uh, retellings of american history Mm. uh let's see here i like uh vince says more like chump scares (laughs) quoted me that's what i'm gonna start using now every time someone's like oh you don't like horror movies i'm like yeah man they're like chump scares more full of chump scares dude i'm not gonna go to that i'm not gonna be some chump Mm. let's see um, what else do we have? I think that's it. I think that's all the big ones that are coming out in theaters this week. So you got you got three to choose from. David's probably talking about the time where you were a very uncool dude. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had a comment in the in the chat about a uh, canoe trip we went on a long time ago. 
and uh, yeah, um, Jake uh, almost terminated our friendship. <laughs> yeah, because uh, with extreme prejudice, like Major Payne style. Yeah, because I may have been a dick, scared him pretty bad in the middle of the woods, and uh, he just Jake does not like getting scared. I put up with it for a way too long. Also, it didn't help that like meth addicts were showing up in the middle of the night too. That's a, this is a whole thing that's not for this sh- <laughs> not for this show. So maybe if we get enough subs and enough channel points in October, we can tell the audience the story of the canoe trip. Uh, yeah. But you guys got to earn it. We're Our not going to give that away for free. Camping that's, horror. That story. is premium content. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out how, that'll yeah, we're gonna have to start a GoFundMe. This is like all right, a five hundred dollar goal and then we'll tell the story of the can the canoe trip. <laughs> yeah. As Vince says on Twitch, he says the canoe and the origin of slick doggy. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely tell the origin of slick doggy. No, it's more like quick doggy. Five hundred bucks. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, that's coming out. Uh, that's what's coming out in theaters oh, this really, week. I really want to tell our audience the payoff to that story, but you yeah, can't. We got to no. save it. Yeah, we that'd be an save October it. treat, maybe. But we, we yeah, we gotta we gotta throw some uh, some serious channel points or s- sub goals. Uh, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like someone just gifted a sub too. Uh, Sweet. Apology. Thank you. Thanks for the gift subs. Um. Mode Seven Man says, "Did you try the old wiener in the can of spam trick?" Uh, there's plenty of wieners probably so already many, in a can. I of have spam. so many questions about everything that happened. Thanks, hey, Merle. Nice. Yeah, Merle, fresh back from the Format Festival, which was uh, in Northwest Arkansas this weekend. I wanted to check it out, but I was too busy setting up for Nightmare on Block Street all weekend long, and the rest of this. Uh, yeah, it's just been it's just been a busy, 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 busy 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 week for me um okay well all right we've um we've talked about what's coming out in theaters this week we've talked about what's been going on the past week Dude, hype train get the hype train yeah. going we're gonna have our first hype train that was sick yeah, dude. Oh, someone someone needs a sub or gift a sub to, or something. I need to take we can a get a sip. hype train going. We can we can come on ride that on train and ride it. Woo woo! Yeah, so got a get someone re- redeem channel point. I wish we could dance. We could do Soul Train or yeah. We'll find we'll find something to do. Okay, uh, mm. tequila. All right. Oh yeah, just like Pee Wee Herman, we were just talking about. Uh, let's talk about. Oh, Vince cheered. Is that going to trigger, dude? Hype train is incoming. Look at this. Look at this fun, fun Twitch stuff that you can do by subbing to our Twitch Twitch channel. It says we have a limited time to earn exclusive emotes. You can get some up and comers. You can have you the can rock. Shake it up. Yeah. yeah. You can do all that fun stuff. Foreign films. Oh, you got to get the Jake's foreign film emo. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that's we need good to make for all the oh, we gotta get a jokes, innuendos. Can we have? I'm gonna make a, your face in a little canoe. That's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be the new one. You in the canoe, Jake's Jake's canoe, a little man in a boat. We'll just call. Okay, we I'm got we got one simmer we got minute. four minutes for someone to to sub or cheer or gift a sub, and we can have a hype train, and we can be like real Twitch people. Wow, actual Twitchers! Wow, Crazy. Vince cheered five hundred oh, wow. more. Vince has got so many Vince bits. Vince is He's hard just Twitch. Like, 
he basically like look at this i've never even never even done this before the people, we did it you did it yeah you guys did it uh the people that are listening on a podcast and spotify oh, are gonna thanks, be merle. just confused as all get out yeah thanks merle another another cheer this is, this is cool look at all these animations um it's level two does this level up is this like a video game how did the, I don't even know how this technology works. I'm an old man. I don't understand these things. I'm just an unfrozen caveman podcast host. I don't understand things like technology and and hype trains and bits. Um, That's true. Yeah. Very wild. It's uh, anyway to to not like have an old Pete Hart Hartman or Phil Hartman, not Pete Hartman. He's a friend of mine. Phil Hartman reference. Uh, Merle says we need more emotes of us. Yeah, so I need we, to get to work on that. We yeah we we should do that. Yes, we should. I don't know how. I'm not good with computers, dude. I don't. I'm a I'm a dumb idiot. Well, we can teach you these skills. Uh, let's see. Okay. Well, let's review a movie. We need to do that. Let's talk about the movie that you watched. What was it called? Um, Lou. Lou. I uh I I watched. So again, I, I really wanted to watch Moon Age Daydream that came out the uh, the David Bowie documentary type weird adventure movie, but unfortunately we have one theater uh, that has weird times for it. A uh, bit of bow telling, Jake to enroll in coding school. <laughs> um, so instead, uh, what was available uh, was streaming services, and there wasn't that much that came out. But one thing that did, uh, starring uh, Alice and Jenny, uh, is Lou. Um, it is a movie about a old crotchety lady on a um, Pacific Northwest island, uh, not far from Seattle in the 80s and she is getting ready to commit suicide oh no she, she is done she's over it uh and she's burning all sorts of classified documents and and things of her past who she was and what she did um it's very clear that she is a, a spook of sorts uh and of course Alice and Janie also plays a really good just crotchety lady like she she's, actually yeah she does pretty good um i mean it's like the uh, her character and mom but with none of the comedy um but so, so it's clear that she's some sort of uh, spec ops uh spy type person uh and within this storm her neighbor who is renting a house from her uh has her daughter taken and kidnapped by her her father who they had presumed died who was an abusive man but also a green beret uh and so he has his skills and she comes and she's like we got to save my daughter and they head out in the storm to hunt down this guy and and the little girl and adventure and peril and mysteries all take place and so the uh the uh, mystery of of the family and uh, extended family and all of the uh, secrets of the past come to light. Uh, Float to the top. Yeah. In this floody storm. Uh, and it's not bad. Uh, it's it's a it's a decent little like kind of Taken style action movie uh, of a uh, you know kidnap rescue type thing. Uh, of course, the uh, the other main character, uh, played by Journey Smollett, um, in, you know the 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 mom. Hey, thanks, Vince. Uh, yet again, Boom. Um, she uh, 
she plays you know the, the the character that doesn't listen there's there's the highly skilled very deadly super competent intelligent person played by Allison Janney Lou uh, the title character um, and then there is the the mom that's there just to ruin everything uh, but throughout the movie over the course of what in their life is a couple of hours she turns into a, a, a much more badass super cool person um, but uh, the journey to get there is is really what you're there for and uh, it, it's not bad it, it's it stays exciting the, the it has a set of skills it's paced well uh and the uh, the revelations uh while um you know pretty easy to guess the the twist uh and, and things that are going to happen of of course uh still are are good enough to uh capture your attention and maintain it for the <clears throat> runtime of the movie and i i liked it mode seven man on youtube asks is there a montage no no montages. Yeah. There you go. No montage. It's set in the 80s, but it's not made in the 80s. Right uh, so, yeah. And then, uh, you know what? Just real quick, since it's on Netflix and me and things I watched, I did I did start watching the Dahmer series. I watched that first episode. What are you? Are I mean, you traumatized? N- no, but I knew. I, I mean, I know everything that happened. Like, I know the story. Yeah, no spoilers. What happened to Dahmer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and since it is the first episode, it's a 10-episode series about uh, everything. Uh, the first episode, you know, he brings this guy home. He's going to kill him, of course, and it's all the things. And the whole time I was sitting there with my girlfriend, and I was like, I hope this guy gets away. I hope this is the guy gets away. She's like, what? I'm like, well, Dahmer, people ran away. They took The police found one, took him back to Dahmer. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're just gay and doing drugs. So can I have him back? Hey, thanks for the gifted sub. Man, and we're um, on a level. We're still on that level three hype train, guys. So sick. Yeah, it's still we got uh, two and a half minutes to try and get this sucker to level four. Um, but uh, you you get to see how it ended, and then it re- and then the rest of the series is reversed and progresses to that point and beyond. Uh, it seems like if that's your kind of thing, uh, thrillers and horror and and true crime all wrapped into one, that it could be pretty cool. But at the same time. Glorifying serial killers is always a dangerous thing. Yeah, kind of is, and we seem to be really doing a good job of it right now. Um, but yeah. uh, 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 the actor, what's his name? Uh, Evan Peters, is that right? Uh, the dude that played Quicksilver in oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, X Men yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's creepy as hell as Dahmer, man. Just as creepy as can be. So, uh, looks like it might be good. You know, like you said, horror stuff isn't really my thing, but. Uh, hey, thanks for the cheers. Apology. Um, it's there. It, it's it's out there. It's a thing. It's only ten episodes. Uh, clearly, won't be a sequel. <laughs> sequel to that, uh, since Dahmer was killed in in ninety four. Yeah. Uh, sorry, spoilers. Um, but uh, right now Netflix doing a good job. And there was another movie that was released, uh, Jazzman, something Jazzman. It's supposed to be really good. It came out on Netflix. So uh, right now Netflix is trying to make up for all their uh, lost audience um, with their trying. Uh, price hike announcements and their uh, announcement of addition. As if not everybody else is hiking prices Well, at the but same Netflix time. was like, we're going to add commercials. And instead of knowing the whole story... 
just like everyone, everyone else. Yeah, Hulu everyone and dropped Disney it. Plus. Hulu's always had commercials. Uh, YouTube's always. Oh well, it's what I. It, I have a theory about uh, like rules and punishments and gifts and rewards. And if you start with everything free and then realize that you can't do it that way, and you go, we're gonna have to start charging. You're like the most evil person on the planet. But you, if you start with everything being expensive, and you go. You know what? We're gonna knock off a dollar ninety nine. Then everyone's like, "Yay!" And you can be kind of meeting in the same goal. But if you're giving, you're a good guy. If you're taking, you're a bad guy. So always just start with as many rules, regulations, fees, and prices that you can, and then peel those away. Oh man, Vince with a huge, huge bits cheer. Look at that, bits, bits, bits. Bits um, uh, <laughs> is. He's just throwing it down there. We made it to level four hype train, Did guys. Did you get level four emotes? Time to unlock them. Whoa. Now. Whoa. You can get them right here, right now. Uh, Twitch is just getting crazy right now. If you are not on our Twitch stream, we do this live. This show is live. We don't script this thing. We just um, we just get at it. Dina asks Vince if, if you are drunk. Um, yeah, it's uh, Mode 7 asks if we should have a basic tier that shows only our shoes. And eh, nobody wants to see that cam. I mean, we have the weird webcam cam, and it's kind of already weird. It just shows our, like, man boobs. Uh, that's just not oh. fun. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, so, uh, Lou, in theaters right now. You can check it out. Um, there we go. So, yeah. We need to move to the next film that we saw this week or I saw this week uh, which was Don't Worry Darling. This movie we talked about at the beginning of the show, going to talk about it now. A lot of you know drama being brought up about the this movie, the production of this movie leading up to the release of this movie, you know, directed by Olivia Wilde. Uh, everybody's got a something to say about this now. Um, you know, she hasn't directed a whole lot of, of films. Uh, she did 2019's Booksmart, and then this is kind of like her next just big, big, you know, hey, I'm a director too, you know? And, uh, of course, she is dating um, Mr. Mr. Styles himself, um, which seems strange given the nature of everybody's behavior surrounding the build-up to this movie. But you've got Chris Pine. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are dating. I think that's what I read. I mean, I don't keep up with all the celeb gossip, but I'm pretty sure that's... that's, Yeah, well, hey, man. Olivia Wilde. She can do what she wants. Uh, she mi- was a princess at one point. Miss Flo, Florence Pugh, uh, doing what she does best and look completely confused and terrified at people trying to terrorize her. Uh, and then, uh, you know, an interesting supporting cast, uh, Nick Kroll, Jimmy Chan, uh, and some other people that just kind of blend into the background for moments of the film. Um, now, <clears throat> I don't really want to get into a big uh, review spoilery with this movie because this movie is, you know, I mean, if you look at Twitter, if you look at anything, you're going to see this the, the, the reveal of this movie. And uh, the trailer tried to hide and obfuscate what this movie is really about. And there is sort of an M. Night Shyamalan-y, Jordan peele twist at the end that's somewhat predictable. Um, but the the I feel like everybody thought that this movie leading up to this movie was going to be this big, you know, 
feminist art film. You've got Olivia Wilde doing this like super, you know, uh, visual vi- visual feast, heady sort of take on like, um, you know, fuck the patriarchy sort of movie. And that's not what this movie kind of turned out to be. And I think maybe that jarred some people. Um, hey, another another gift sub. Look at that. Pipe Train is Hell, still yes. rolling. And this movie, you know, uh, it's getting kind of panned on Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic, it's not, I mean, you know, getting a 47 on Metacritic. The IMDb rating is, you know, in the mid, the, the middle sixes. And this movie's just a science fiction film. Like, this movie's just about weird, this weird idea. And uh, it's about this victory project, which is led by the, you know, Chris Pine, who is this very enigmatic sort of, you know, messiah figure to all these guys so it just seems like a very 1950s mad men boys club where it's you know the the wives are at home cooking the dinner supporting their husbands and it really leans into that until there's a couple of twists in the middle where okay well it's not all a boys club sometimes there there are girls playing too and you know but it doesn't really dwell on it enough to 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 make the idea flesh out so you know there are people that are choosing to participate in this world and there are people that are participating against their will and there's a bit of a brainwash a little bit of a sort of um Stepford flavor going uh, in in into this uh, this film that kind of falls flat. Like the movie had a had a two hour runtime, and you know while visually it, it it's pretty solid, I thought the pacing was a little off, and the performances were good. I mean, this is a a, a a fun movie to watch. It's very visually interesting. There's a lot of really interesting bits with Florence Pugh because she she has like ever since um. Uh, the the flower crown movie. Uh, um, give me a second here. Mid-summer. I'll think of it. Midsummer, Midsommar. Um, she's just really got this sort of like, what's happening look, you know? And I shouldn't be here look. And let me break out of our reality look. And uh, she she does that with gusto in this film but then there's this relationship between her and harry styles and then it kind of falls apart and then it it leaves you wondering what's going on and the ending i think people wanted more of a message out of this and it's not it's just a movie with a twist and i'm wondering if everyone wanting this movie to be more intellectual and more i guess um protesty uh, didn't get what they asked for, and so therefore they're mad at it. Uh, because really, it wasn't a bad movie. It's just a, it's just a forgettable science fiction film. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to talk about this movie without spoiling this movie. But you know, it's let's just say it's one part Matrix meets one part um, Stetford meets one part. Uh, leave it to beaver um and then you know you know uh, that whole like 1950s nuclear fear you know uh blast from the past yeah blast from the past sort of you know there's a lot of questions that 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 the the science fiction element leaves 
you wondering because if you're into science fiction you're like okay well they've created this world and why does this world have these boundaries why is it so contained why is it so limited considering what is happening in this film um and you're just like eh, well that doesn't make sense and then there's certain things that don't really get explained like the song she keeps humming all the time and they kind of tease about how they explain it but they don't and it seems like it should be this big sort of macguffin and you're left kind of going well wait what about that why didn't you explain that and it just feels it feels a little bit clunky as david says matinee yeah that'd be a fun matinee movie but it's not as bad as all the internet buzz it's just a movie guys it's just a movie um it's a very well shot movie you know i think if everybody didn't have such a bad time on set then you know you could commend olivia wilde for a decent job of directing um Tyler says he'll try and catch it in Amsterdam soon. I think if, if you're in for, you know what you're getting into, it's going to be science fiction, it's going to be visually interesting and well shot, you're going to you're gonna think it's okay. It, but it, it's, that's, yeah, it's just pretty middle of the road. Dina says, as Harry Styles says, it feels like a movie. Yeah, well, what more did you want it to be? And I think that that's the thing that, that that's getting in the way of this movie's success and um, acclaim from people that are reviewing it is I don't think people knew what they wanted it to be. And um, sometimes it's okay just being a movie. Yeah, I was about to say sometimes in anymore feels like a movie uh, can be a pretty positive thing instead of feels like an extended TV production or, or feels like a commercial or feels like it could have been made into a short film or something uh, saying it feels like a movie can be high praise it feels like something meant for the big screen it feels like something that is an enveloping tale or story that that really catches your attention for the uh, one to three hours that it's meant to do hopefully not three yeah. uh, you know ideally one and a half or something like that so feels like a movie can be high praise as Velvet Santa says over on Twitch he says I'm just glad to see more films that are not reboots remakes or a major franchise and yeah I mean that's that's what got me in the theater you know and uh, I guess that's all I got to say about that so um, check it out. It's in theaters right now. You're about to get you're about to get a, a horror movie and then a David O. Russell film. So you'll have a couple of different options in the theater as well um, as what I mean. We got comedies coming out, and then uh, what else is in theaters right now? You got action, plenty of action, plenty of plenty of horror between Pearl, Barbarian. Oh, I saw Pearl too. Did I even talk about Pearl? Uh, on the show? No, I don't think so. I don't think because uh, you hadn't watched no, it yet. No, I hadn't yet. watched it yet. So, yeah, I saw Pearl. I saw Pearl this last week as well. I'll give you a two-minute review on that one. Pearl, the prequel to X that was completely unnecessary. Um, I learned something about it, though. Today, it was shot at the same time, mm-hmm. secretly. They did the prequel with, uh, what's her name, uh, Mia Goth. Mia Goth, yeah. Yeah, they did that. Uh, she played her... Um, the Maxine and the yes. evil lady Pearl, yeah, Pearl. in the ori- in the mm-hmm. tr- in the X, and now she was Pearl in the prequel, and they have a planned sequel. It's called, called Maxine. Maxine with three, with three X's. X's. Yeah, and it takes place in the eighties. Um, I feel like you know X was so good, and Pearl just seemed. Like knowing that it was filmed at the same time, the gimmick behind it's kind of cool, but the 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 it just was unnecessary. Is um, there any explanation as to why Pearl and Maxine look 
identical. I think it's just uh, an interesting thing that Ty West is doing with the Mia, with Mia Goth. So uh, they just yeah. they don't bother explaining why those two characters in the prequel and. No. I think it's more like American Horror Story, where it's like you know this each season the same characters are just playing different roles. Uh, Velvet Santa says I've never seen X. Which should I watch first? I'd say only only watch X. It's the only film that I feel like has a, a good solid idea behind it and 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 pushes horror into an interesting direction. Um, then, X is a Ty West film, a horror film that came out like not even a full calendar couple, year ago. Not even that long ago. It yeah. was a couple months ago. Yeah, it was like six or eight months ago. Not um, that long. No, I'm talking like it was this summer. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess it was. Uh, we reviewed it on the show. Um, it, it, I enjoyed I really enjoyed X. Uh, it's people shooting a porn and they go to like a farm or whatever in the what, late 70s. And or there's this old lady that's just like not having it. And uh, so Pearl is the old lady who's kind of the, the, the we'll call her the monster of uh, the film X. And then this, this film is Pearl, which is about kind of her origin story of turning into what she turns into. And it just le- it, it, it left me lacking. Uh, or, or, or there's a lot of connective tissues between Pearl and X that would have been more interesting, I think, to see some of that on screen instead of just the... The, what they focused on uh, narratively in Pearl. Vince says uh, it was released in March. I feel like that's probably, if you Google it, what it says, but I think in real life it released It's only six months ago. Later than that. So though. yeah, six, seven months ago. Yeah, so anyway, it came out this year. Yeah. Uh, and there's another one. Maxine's is, is coming out pretty Some soon as well, and it's going to be all, and I feel like it's going to be the same thing. Like, X was a celebration of like, yo, it's the late 60s, early 70s porn. And then Pearl was like, it's the 50s, and we're, you know, poodle skirts in and going to the sock hop and singing in the, and we, you know, oh my, I shouldn't be doing naughty stuff, and like however night people in the 1950s talk, and uh, I assume they did this with their hands, and then, you know, the Maxine is going to be like all, the, the idea of the 80s, which people's idea of the 80s is never really what the 80s was actually like it's just a stylized version of like oh yeah everything's like neon and 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 deloreans and like all this kind of shit um and really is a lot of wood paneling and uh you know yellow carpet yeah yellow carpet anyway uh (laughs) vince said like the 90s i was about to say like all these kids that recently, who have no idea what the '90s were like, was like you're the '90s. I'm like, no, nah, it's all day you, glow. It's not, like you if, might. not if you were there. If you were there, it was like pogs. Yeah, you'd have like one day glow windbreaker that yes. you had, just like the one. Now, and everyone's like, no, everybody dressed like this all the time, always. It's like, no, nah, dude, you had like the one day glow. I had like a really puffy NBA jacket. Oh yeah, was it like Those. a like a Hornets jacket? That was always the, no. My brother had one. I had a Bulls, bro. Nice. Those puffy jackets are ridiculous. And then uh, also we had a Raptors one because Raptors was a new team on the scene. And it was like, oh, yo, the Raptors in Jurassic Park. And I had every Jurassic Park toy because 90s. Yeah. The the Jurassic Park toys were cool. X-Men was hot af because 90s. Because 90s. Well, let's hit that box office because we only have a couple minutes left of the show. We're going to give you the domestic box office from September 23rd to 25th, 2022. That's what we do. Jake's going to give you the top 10 movies as of this past weekend and what they made domestically. We give you domestic numbers because that is what the studios care about when they are greenlighting sequels and deciding why they need to make more Karate Kid movies or another Avatar or whatever. So uh, we're going to go through the top 10 movies starting now. Take it away, Jake. 
Starting now. There's my yawn for Vince. Hey, uh, <laughs> under these lights is tough. Coming in at number 10, uh, dropping down from the ninth spot, but still hanging still in, in the there 10. in the top 10. And it's 13th week of release we got minions rise of Gru brought in just over another million dollars bringing its domestic total to 365.5 million dollars in the united states absolutely killing it and coming in at number nine a surprise number nine dropped down three spots i think that's the biggest drop that this thing has suffered in its entire runtime and it's 18th week of release insane Top Gun Maverick brought in another $1.6 million, domestic total $711 plus million, with its uh, worldwide total nearing $1.5 billion, killing it. Uh, that movie is actually a lot of fun. Uh, go see it before it leaves theaters if you have not seen it yet. I think they have added footage to it now. You'll get to see. And How is it still in 2,000 theaters in after almost... Because um, it's good. Okay. And Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay. What other movies does it have? What 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 else can compete with it? 20, 20 weeks. That's like, you know, that's getting into those like IMAX movies where it's like, you know, uh, the mountains. That was always a joke. And older episodes of the Drive-In Speaker Box, like the the 101th movie in America. Yeah, we like, used IMAX to do mountains. We used to do, and just for fun, and scroll all the way down, it's like IMAX. 12 people watched it this week. It's uh, been out in theaters for 157 weeks. Yeah, but it's one of those things where what, what else has come out within that 20 weeks to compete with it? Nothing. You know, they had like Thor that came in went they had whatever it's all come and gone top guns killing it because it's like the action movie it's fun it's good it has good acting it has good graphics it's it has i'm not gonna say music because they cut all the good stuff out you have to wait until the credits to hear the top gun theme and you have to uh sit through only 20 seconds of the beginning with with any any bit of of Kenny Loggins and you get none through the rest of it, but everything else about it's really good. Uh, coming in at number eight, dropping down one spot in its ninth week, DC League of Super Pets uh, still hanging in there. One and three quarter million dollars brought in this week for its uh, domestic total of ninety million. Still hanging in there. Probably hasn't made anywhere near the money they were expecting for a Dwayne Johnson and Chris Rock led DC movie uh with animals doing people things that's usually a a lot of dc trailers were in the theater this weekend too they played the shazam trailer back to back with black adam with mm-hmm. like another dc thing it was just like dc 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 i mean there's a lot of it uh number seven uh coming in in its eighth week bullet train uh 1.8 million this week bringing its domestic total up to 99 and a quarter million dollars i'm also surprised at how long this one's hung hung in theaters it doesn't seem like a movie that would have but it did i think it's gotten it's like word of mouth around uh you know people like us being like you know it looks real dumb dumb f in the trailers but then you watch it and it's actually really good. good and everyone i've talked to have been like you know it's really good how every character gets to be a character and you get to see things uh about them in this movie uh so you know that's a pretty good time uh and then coming in at number six and it's second week of release bringing in 1.9 million dollars pearl that you just talked about uh so it's domestic total only 6.6 million in two weeks even for a horror movie and in almost 3,000 theaters. Yeah, not great. Uh, hopefully some of that budget was saved because they filmed it at the same time as X. Uh, and that's not anything that's hurting them too bad. Uh, coming in at number five, 
dropping down at one spot in its second week of release, See How They Run, which you reviewed last, last week. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, $1.9 million, uh, bringing its domestic total up to $6 million. Harsh on that, too. Yeah, that not, sucks. Not, not a big one. Uh, and then dropping two spots down, uh, number four, Barbarian, in its third week of release, it brought in $4.8 million. Uh, for its domestic total of twenty eight and a half, so not bad uh, for a not horror bad movie. At all. Not great, but I think that one's one of those that's picking up steam uh, a little bit. It Maybe did, it did add another five hundred and fifty theaters this past week, and so. it's one of those things where I've actually had people ask me like, "What's the deal with this movie?" I'm like, "Oh man," Go from the it. review and what I was told off camera, it's something to see. Uh, so I think that's one of those that may hang on a little bit and and, and be able to make some money for it. Uh, reopening at number three in its first week of reopen, uh, Avatar. How weird is this? Ten and a half million dollars brought in. Brought in, yeah, it brought in another uh, twenty worldwide. Like so, thirty million dollars worldwide this weekend for Avatar. What? What? And it is enough that I've been seeing tons of articles that have that are saying like, oh, this proves that Avatar wasn't a fluke. It's not a fluke. It's definitely going to be a, a marketing success when uh, the underwater one comes I, out. Uh, Way I, of water. I can't. Man, if, if Avatar 2 makes as much money or even remotely as close as Avatar 1... I just don't understand the human race as well as I thought I did. Or maybe I understand it too. Maybe it's that predictable. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then coming in at number two and its second week of release, bringing in just right at $11 million, The Woman King, bringing its domestic total up to $36 million. Uh, you watched that, didn't you? No, I did not watch or that. Or we one. talked uh, about we talked wanting about it, to. Yeah. You wanted to. Right, yeah. Uh, so that's out there. Uh, go go watch it, maybe. Uh, and then uh, opening at number one, Don't Worry Darling, movie you did talk about tonight, bringing mm-hmm. in over $19 million. Uh, and it's in more theaters and everything else as well. So... Um, we had our own hype train. It's been it's been carrying its own hype train for a little while, and I guess it's making it happen for itself in in forty one hundred theaters, top spot. Yeah, did did pretty well. Almost for almost double the next movie down. So, but I don't think that's going to keep. I don't think that's going to sustain. I think next week it's going to take a big drop off as these other three movies hit the theaters and compete for different screens. Uh, I don't know if Avatar is going to stay in theaters more than a week. Uh, I mean, it did pretty well this week. I mean, the average average take was pretty dang good. But we'll see. One thing I see in the comments here is that Vince mentioned that this is the first time that Top Gun has left the top six movies. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Well, all right, guys, that's our show. We are going to get out of here. We thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Uh, we will be back next week to talk to you about some of these movies. I'm going to see one of them. I don't, I'm don't. i going to try and have time. I think time. I'm going to try and watch the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie 
everybody in the world movie. That Amsterdam. Yeah. Uh, I want. That's what I want to see. Or if I can go watch Moon Age Daydream. Yes, I want to see that. that. Uh, I just this week's going to be really tough. So if I get to see a movie, it'll be on Sunday. Maybe I've got a really big week ahead of me. So we will uh, we will cross that bridge when we get there. But if you live in the Northwest Arkansas area, Nightmare on Block Street is happening this Friday. NightmareonBlockStreet.com. Check it out and uh, feel free to join our Discord. It's been in the chat. It's uh, attached to our profiles. Like, subscribe, com- uh, communicate with us. It's going to be a good time. And if you want to download this podcast and listen to it on the way, I know that I know that uh, I discovered the error. Some of the our viewers ch- uh, told us that the last week's episode was not. Uh, listed in our, you know, Spotify's and all that stuff, but it is now. It uh, did not upload properly last week, so it's up. This episode will be up as well as soon as we leave the studio, and we'll, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for all the subs and the gifted subs and the yeah. cheers and the hype train. That was cool. Uh, was that's fun. the first time we've had a hype train, so that is killer. We're becoming real Twitch people, and that is uh, fun and exciting. And uh, appreciate it all right we'll see you guys next week take care Bye. as you leave the theater folks please be careful don't let this happen to your car be sure to remove the speaker before you leave if you should accidentally pull a speaker loose please turn it in at our snack bar or box office thank you